Live from the Terry, this is... You know nothing, Lucas Triple. A podcast for only one person with only one reason. To catch Lucas Triple up on Game of Thrones so we don't have to hear him complain anymore about how behind he is in the show. I'm Steve Renault. And I'm Lauren Duke. And a special warning, the show is only for Lucas Triple and no one else. If you're not Lucas Triple, we kindly ask you to cease listening and unsubscribe from this podcast right now. We'll wait while you do this. Good, it's just now Lucas. Season one. Here we go, Lucas. Kick us off, Lauren Duke. Okay, so season one, we start north of the wall. And uh, we're with this, like, this, um, this gang of Night's Watch. And they are, um, they're kind of like patrolling, you know, just the area beyond the wall. They're like border guards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wall is this, like, 300-mile-high block of ice that is between the area north of the wall. Is it 300 miles? In the books, it is. In the show, it's not. But in the books, he describes it as, like, 300 miles high. It's a big ice wall. Yeah. And it's, like, protected by magic. Anyway, so those guys are out there patrolling for wildlings, which sometimes like to slip through the wall somehow. And uh, they come across this thing, this, like, undead person who starts killing them. And um, only one of the Night's Watch gets away. And he's, like, running, and he runs through the wall. (laughs) Not really, but he runs, like, through the gates and the wall. And he keeps running. He just starts running south. And uh, he comes to the first, um, like, castle under the wall, which is Winterfell. And uh, he's captured south of the wall. South of the wall. Um, yeah, not under, like physically under, but like below the wall. The, the south. South. It's south of the wall. Anyway, so he gets there and uh, he's captured. And something you need to know about the Night's Watch is they take an oath for life. Um, you can never leave the wall. You can never have children. You're always sworn to protect the wall. All this kind of stuff. So by running away, he is deserting the wall. He's breaking his oath. Um, and the um, punishment is death. So the Lord of Winterfell, Ned, um, he, you know, he's like, I'm sentencing you to die. I'm going to cut your head off. Um, and so he does. But before he does it, the guy's like, the guy that ran away from the wall, he's like, no, like these things, they started killing the people and they were like crazy, like undead people. And, you know, Ned, of course, has heard the legends, but he doesn't really buy into it. So, And the legends are that there are things called White Walkers that are north of the wall. Yeah. And that these are undead kind of zombie things that are really hard to kill. And the idea is that they bring winter with them. And the kind of tagline or the motto for uh, Eddard Stark's house, his nickname's Ned, is Winter is Coming. And so... Ned doesn't listen to any of that, cuts the guy's head off. And just as he comes down from the hill where he cut the guy's head off, he gets word that the king of the seven kingdoms of Westeros is arriving with his whole family because the right-hand person of the king, the hand of the king, John Aaron, who is from the Vale, has mysteriously died. And King Robert Baratheon is going to ask Ned, his longtime friend, to become his new hand of the king. And Robert and Ned go way back because a couple of years earlier, Robert Baratheon led a rebellion against Mad King Ares II of House Targaryen. 
and Robert and Ned won this battle, won this, uh, won this campaign, this rebellion, and Robert has become the new king of the Seven Kingdoms. So Robert shows up in Winterfell, uh, and he there asks Ned to become the king as hand, and uh, Robert brings with him his queen, Cersei, who comes from the powerful and very rich house Lannister from Casterly Rock. They always pay their debts. They always pay their debts. Cersei also brings the head, uh, one of the king's guards, uh, who is her twin brother, Jaime uh, Lannister, and they also bring their younger brother, Tyrion, who likes to have a lot of fun in houses of ill repute and is also a dwarf and is played by the greatest actor in the world, Peter Dinklage. Just random tidbit there. Okay. Okay, so um, it's here that we're introduced to Joffrey, who is like this horrible jerk. Um, he knows that he's going to be king one day, quote-unquote, and uh, he lives it up. Like, he is... He... Mm, yeah. Just watch that. Just look him up on YouTube. Anyway... So, um, just a brat. So, they are thinking of, um, it's kind of hinted at that, um, they want to marry Ned's daughter, Sansa, to Joffrey. And Sansa is, like, eating it up, you know. So, um... So, Ned and Catelyn have Rob, they have, uh... Brand, they have Rickon, they have Sansa, Sansa, and they have Arya. Those are their sons and daughters. And then Robert and Cersei have Joffrey, Marcella, and, and Tom, Tommen. Tommen. Yeah. But maybe those aren't really Robert's kids. Well, hold on, we're getting there. Dun dun dun. So, um, so Bran, as we just introduced you to a second ago, is um, he's climbing this you know, tower that's supposed to be deserted. And uh, he gets to the top of this tower, and he's looking in this window, and what does he see? But Cersei and her twin brother, Jamie, kind of like being intimate. And, um, and so that happens. And so you kind of get a hint that maybe these kids aren't Robert's, because none of them have really dark hair like Robert. They all have really blonde hair. Um, like Cersei and like Jamie. Um, and so you kinda you kinda think that, hmm. Anyway, so Jamie decides that he's gonna push Bran out the window because he, you know, they can't have someone knowing their secret. So pushes him out the window, it's falling, you think he dies, but he doesn't. He doesn't die. He's put in a coma or he's not put in a coma, but he ends up in a coma. And uh, he lays there basically for the rest of the season. Um, with his mother by his bedside, um, while Ned and Sansa and, um, Arya go to King's Landing, which is the... It's the capital. Yeah, the capital. It's the capital yeah. of Westeros. It's the, the Washington, D.C. of Westeros. To stay in the Red Keep, which is kind of like the White House of the, you know, the capital. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, they're saying goodbye to them, but they're also saying goodbye to Jon Snow, who is supposedly Ned's illegitimate child um, from another woman who, after Robert's Rebellion, um, 
you know, after this like 14th month period or whatever, Ned comes back with this child and he doesn't tell Catelyn, his wife, where this child came from. Um, you know, um, Catelyn had just given birth to Rob, so they're about the same age. Um, and she's kind of pissed and she never really likes John and so she's not really sad to see him go. But anyway, he's going north to the Wall to be part of the Night's Watch because he really looks up to his uncle Benjen, um, who was also a um, member of the Night's Watch, and uh, he just really wants to escape his identity and you know become somebody new. Because the Night Watch, you forsake all family, you forsake all um, claims to any you know land or anything. You're supposed to have nothing there, nothing holding you down. Um, so he decides to go up there. Um, and right as John is leaving, he turns to Ned and he's like, Hey, does my mother even know who I am? And Ned looks at him and says, The next time we see each other, I will tell you about your mother, I promise. Which is something that Ned's sister said to her, like in the books, she keeps saying, like, he keeps having these flashbacks, and it's like, promise me, Ned, promise me. And now we don't really know, but this is kind of foreshadowing, like, I promise to tell you. Anyway, so, from there we go across the Narrow Sea, which is like, like the little... Think of Westeros like England. the English Isles. Yes. Think of the Narrow Sea like the English Channel. Think of Essos, which is the other big continent, as mm -hmm. like the European continent. Yeah. Um, so, across the Narrow Sea in, um, you know, um, in Essos, we have Daenerys Targaryen, who is the, um, well, we have Daenerys and we have her older brother, Viserys. Viserys. Yeah, Viserys. Um, they are the last two children of the Mad King. They're supposedly the last Targaryens alive um, because after the rebellion, everyone else was killed, um, but they managed to escape while they were just wee little children. Um, so Daenerys has been kind of married off to this, um, kind of what you would consider like a warlord. He's a Khal. Um, he has, um, he's like in charge of this horde of Dothrakis. Um, Kind of like, think about like Afghanistan or something. Like just a bunch of people on their horses with their like... It's very travel and yes, nomadic. Exa yeah, exactly. Um, and they worship horses. Yeah. So she's married off to him. Um, and at well, first they... Well, like, she's married off to him because Viserys, Viserys wants to use his yes. army to recapture the Iron mm -hmm. Throne that... Uh, that his father lost. I think it's I think it's quick a uh, quick kind of recap because Robert's rebellion is this the whole kind of story behind this is the catalyst mm -hmm. I think of of the whole thing. So Robert rebels when Prince Rhaegar, this is Mad King Aerys' oldest son, Rhaegar kidnaps supposedly kidnaps Lyanna Stark. This is Ned's sister, mm -hmm. and Robert was supposed to marry Lyanna. Was in love with her. Was in love with her. And so Robert calls up John Aaron, who was the Hand of the King that mysteriously died. Well, no, no, back up a little bit more. Her father and her brother go down and are oh, like, yeah. give me back my child. And he says no. And Mad then King he, Aerys says yeah. no. And he burns 
the, the father alive while the son is like chained to the wall and is just like fingertip away from a sword. And Mad King Ares is like, if you can reach that sword, I'll let you cut yourself free and cut him down. But of course he doesn't. And then he um, also kills the brother. So yeah, so that's where we, yeah. That's, they kind of get yeah. mad about that. So the whole thing started though with Rhaegar kidnapping, kidnapping Lyanna. Supposedly and so Rhaegar and so Robert kills Rhaegar at the Trident with his war hammer, mm-hmm. and um, that only leaves two children left of Mad King Ares. They escape, and they are Viserys and Daenerys. And Viserys marries off Daenerys to the Dothraki because that marriage alliance will give him an army. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's at this marriage that we meet Jorah Mormont. Yeah. Mormon. Yeah. Um. And who, he, who also fought in the rebellion. Who, yeah, but he has since been um, he has been turned away from Westeros. He's been banished because he was caught selling slaves um, in Essos, and um, so he has been you know he's been exiled. His lands have been taken away from him, and he um, yeah he he meets whatever. Anyway, so back in Westeros. <laughs> Um, Ned, um, is kind of surprised when, uh, Catelyn shows up and, um, he's to, At like, King's Landing. So yes. So Ned, Arya, and Sansa made it to King's Landing. All right, King's Landing. Yes. So Ned's really surprised. Um, and what are you doing here? And she has come with a letter from her sister, um, who is John Aaron's widow who if you remember John Aaron was the former hand of the king but he died mysteriously mm-hmm. um and the letter kind of says the Lannisters um, Lannisters did it or you know are responsible um and she believes that that's also the reason why um you know, Bran was thrown out the window because he knew something, which he did. Well, she goes up to, like, the tower and she finds, like, Cersei's hair. And she yeah. thinks that Bran stumbled on something, and he did. So yeah. she thinks not only did the Lannisters kill Jon Arryn, but also crippled her son. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it happened yet or not, but also someone hired someone to go kill Bran. And yes, she, like... with a with a dagger. With a Valerian dagger. Valerian yeah. steel, by the way, is very, very rare steel. That's made with that uh, died with the old Valerian Doom, which is a whole other mm-hmm. continent that went away. Kind of think of like Pompeii, mm-hmm. and um, and Valerian still was only forged there, and there's not much of it left. So it's a very rare dagger, and so the fact that somebody did this, like it's only a very few number of people could have done this, and so Catelyn thinks that Tyrion uh, hired somebody to murder uh, Bran. She thinks that Jamie and Cersei pushed him out the window, and she thinks that the Lannisters all together uh, killed John Aaron, who yeah. was like this old dear family friend and um, her brother-in-law. Yeah, and was um, Ned was a ward in the Vale for mm-hmm. a long time, um, and so he was kind of like a second father to Ned. Um, so anyway, so if that isn't bad enough, um, then Robert out boar hunting one day dies because he's an idiot and he goes after this boar well but also and it um like gouges him like but also they Cersei drugged him and got him drunk so that she would he would I mean yeah but still I mean 
He could have made better choices, let's be honest. In a lot of things in life, he could have made better choices. Yeah. Um, so this is when... Can't sit back. This is when Ned discovers that Joffrey is not... Um, is not Robert's son. Imagine that. Through crazy um, deduction of they all have different hair color. Yeah. Um, not a lot of good science yeah, in not, Westeros. Yeah. Definitely didn't have DNA testing back then. Okay, so... Um, Ned drops in on Cersei and confronts her, and, you know, she's like, yeah, they they aren't his children. I don't care. Um, you know, if you think that you're going to do anything about it, don't, you know, don't get your hopes up. So, um, with Joffrey now as the king, Cersei plants a little... Because um, Robert dies from yes, that hunting trip. Yes, because Robert dies. But no one else knows that... that <laughs> So nobody else knows that um, Joffrey is not Robert's son. But anyway, so um, Cersei puts a little bug in Joffrey's ear and is like, you know, Ned is traitorous. So um, convinces him to take him out on the like the court square and just cut his head cut his head off. So that's what happens. Well, no, um, no, no, no. Joffrey, jo- so. So she accuses Ned of attempting to overthrow Joffrey by claiming that he's not Robert's son. Joffrey's mm-hmm. not Robert's son. But Joffrey doesn't know that. Only Cersei and Jaime know this. And so uh, Joffrey kind of uh, uh, kind of accuses him of treason. They have a mock kind of trial. Ned admits to it because he believes that Joffrey's not Robert's son. And so they decide that they're going to make Ned go up to the wall. They're going to put him in the black, cause, but that's what it means to send him to the Night's Watch. And at the last minute, Joffrey's like, nope, I'm going to say that uh, he should be beheaded. And Sansa, who is betrothed to Joffrey, is All standing right there, and Arya's out in the crowd hiding. Yeah. And they have to all kind of... Arya escapes, but Sansa kind of gets trapped there. Yeah. And, um, I mean, even for a while after that, I mean, she still has to sit there and be like, I'm supposed to marry this guy that just cut off my father's and head. Joffrey is nuts. Like, takes Sansa like, out horrible. to Tortures see, her. like, her father's head on a pike. Yeah. And it's super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Arya escapes, and that's all that matters. So, um, Arya's going. She's running. She's out. She starts heading north to try to get back with the rest of her family. Yeah. And back in Essos, this is the other continent, uh, Danny uh, decides, Daenerys, decides that she is going to make the most of being married off to this warlord named Khal Drogo. And so she really just kind of adapts to becoming Dothraki. She learns Dothrak, which is the language from Sir Jorah Mormont. Um, She becomes really enamored and in love with her husband. And they have a very nice relationship, and they have, actually, they have a child. Uh, she becomes pregnant. Um, but Viserys, her older brother, becomes disgusted with the fact that his Targaryen sister, who should be better than this, even though he married her off, uh, she he's kind of becoming disgusted that she's taking to this life, and finally just ticks off the Dothraki enough to where they decide to crown Viserys themselves, but they decide to crown him with a molten golden crown and basically kill him in their midst and um unfortunately though Khal Drogo in kind of like a challenge uh, this is Daenerys's husband receives a mortal wound um he dies from it they build a funeral pyre for him and uh Danny is so overcome with the fact that 
that he has died, and also their son died. I was about to say, let's mention that at one point she has to eat this horse heart, and if she can't eat the horse heart, that means that her child will be the stallion who mounts the world yeah. and like becomes like the great Kyle and you know takes so, over the world. And then that's when Kyle Drogo gets stabbed, and she meets this kind of witch woman, and unbeknownst to Daenerys, the witch woman needs, like, king's blood or something, and so she she kills the baby in the womb in order to save Kyle Drogo, but then that doesn't end up happening. He still dies anyway, and so... That's when they're they when they burn him. They it, also yeah. burn the witch. And Daenerys is kind of like done with it all. So she, yeah. I think, I think that she just decides to die with yes. Drogo. So she walks in to the funeral pyre that's on fire, but she walks in with the three petrified dragon eggs that she received as a wedding gift from um, Jorah. From no, it's from somebody else. I thought they were from no, one from Jorah. From oh. somebody else. I can't remember who though. Oh. Doesn't matter. Oh. And uh, the fire burns out, and um, all of a sudden, in the ashes, remains Daenerys standing there because... Not standing, sitting. Sitting there. Targaryens are not affected by fire for whatever reason, uh, because they're part dragon themselves, apparently. (laughs) But not only that, but the three dragon eggs have hatched, and this is the first time that dragons have existed in the world for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, Daenerys has... A Dothraki army and three dragons, and she has the same dream as Viserys to take back the Iron Throne of Westeros. So, just a reminder: um, we do not want anyone to rate or review our show unless you are Lucas Triple. We don't have a website or any way that you can contact us because we have an audience of one. We want to thank the illustrious Terry, the greatest library ever erected by human hands. And that includes you, Library of Alexandria, for housing this award-winning podcast. And remember, you know nothing, Lucas Tribble.